0: Welcome to a very special holiday episode of The Greatest Movies Never Made. I'm your host, Ryan Presky, joined by my co-host, Adam Spring. Hello. And today we're going to be doing something extra special, talking about one of the most beloved holiday franchises of all time, Star Wars. Christmas
1: movie if I've ever seen one.
0: Well, the holiday specials.
1: (laughs) I've never seen them. Aren't they bad?
0: Oh yeah, I hear they're terrible. But they're like legend because they're so hard to find. Disney and everyone made sure they were erased. Tis the season, so before we get into anything, did you have a merry Mary?
1: I had a merry Mary, and yourself? You're you you you're Jewish, so... A, fa-
0: a fairly merry. <laughs> yeah, it's always good, the holidays, I guess. I mean, I don't love it. Too much pressure.
1: It's the most depressing time of the year. That's what I always think. It's just because there's so much pressure, like you said. It's just like, fuck. Gotta get the perfect gift, it feels like. So so many people in my in my like there were so many people I had to get gifts for and I just felt like I I don't know.
0: Yeah, I limit myself. I get like three people gifts. That's it.
1: Well, we have a whole thing every year. We go to my cousin's house, and this year we have to get everyone gifts. So
0: you know what? It's got to be a system where it's one one gift per person.
1: There has to be also a rule where you need to have a list. If you don't have a list, then you get a gift card to somewhere. That's that's what I think.
0: Like a wish list. Yeah. That's a good idea. A holiday Amazon wish list, <laughs> Something
1: like that. If you tell me what you want, I'll get it. But if I have to think of it, I'm terrible at that.
0: Yeah, now, like I already have everything I need.
1: Yeah. If I need something, I'll get it myself.
0: Exactly. I mean, that's what I think. I think gifts are just for kids. Once you're not a kid, it's like if you want something and you have, okay, if you have the income, then you go get it. But if you don't have the income, then you're still in this situation of getting people gifts.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, with my nieces, it was easy. Just grab them, like, whatever toy or whatever. Something that they'd obviously like, and it was fine.
0: Or, like, a pack of razor blades.
1: (laughs) Yeah, something like that. A gun.
0: All right, so uh, the holiday seasons were good. Uh, Happy New Year's to all the listeners. Okay, so let's uh, move away from that and get into the most beloved Christmas tradition of the past few years, Star Wars. I'm not sure if in the eighties and the seventies when it were in the eighties and the seventies when it was coming out.
1: Seventy seven is when a new
0: hope yeah. came out. And like in the nineties and two thousands if it was a Christmas thing. I kind of forget. I don't know. Since it came back from Disney it's been a Christmas tradition. Uh we saw it. The new one. We'll give our spoiler review on it. We'll save that to the end just so if anyone hasn't seen it or anyone doesn't care, they could just tune out at that point. We'll uh make sure we let you all know beforehand. But first, let's talk about the Star Wars franchise that everyone's seen, everyone loves. We're going all the way back to 1977, when one man named George Lucas had a vision. He had a vision of a bunch of different serials he saw as a kid and took those ideas and put them in his own movie, but still.
1: Is that actually what happened?
0: Yeah, he has inspiration, for sure.
1: From serials, though?
0: Not, like, cereal with a C.
1: <laughs> so, wait, what did you say? Like, the like, 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 TV like series.
0: No, like, the old-timey TV shows that were called Cereals, and they were, like, an adventure that was, like, a few hours long. Yeah, I didn't
1: even know that, that was, that was what they were called. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of literal cereal.
0: Like- I know, I could tell in your face. Um, <laughs> but that's not what inspired him. Uh, the whole franchise was inspired by tricks. <laughs> so, he created this in 1977. Since, there's been 13 theatrically released films. uh, Only one of them is in an animated. There's been multiple te- television shows, both animated and now live action. The
1: TV shows have all done well, right?
0: Yeah, fairly well. I can't get into the animation of it, but I mean The Mandalorian. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, I should watch that. I think it's the best Star Wars thing to come out.
1: I have access to somebody's Disney... Disney... What is it called? Disney Plus?
0: Whoa. You're scheming? <laughs> well, I mean,
1: it's a shared its a shared account, a family account.
0: Okay, well, you should get on it definitely. It's good, yeah. Yeah. I bought Disney Plus, and it's its cheap, so it was worth the price, but the only thing I've watched on it is one or two Marvel movies, and I watched all of Star Wars.
1: Is there a lot of original stuff coming out on there?
0: There is. There's some great original stuff coming out, but it seems like it's going to take a little time, which I get. Yeah. Um, But they're going to have original Marvel shows, more Star Wars shows.
1: But yeah, I'll ch- I have to check out Mandalorian.
0: Uh, So yeah, there's been animated and now live action shows. Three have been announced. There's been multiple video games. There's been theme park attractions and now a whole theme park. It's inside Disney, but hmm. a whole section is uh, Star Wars. Novels, comic books. This franchise holds the Guinness World Record for the most successful film merchandising franchise. In 2018, it had an estimated value of... Do you want to make a guess?
1: 2018? So the entire franchise you mean?
0: The yeah, the whole commodity of And
1: including merchandising and everything. Yep. Shit. Fifteen billion. Sixty five billion. Yeah, I figured I was way under. Um, but
0: I don't know if that's also going like accounting for future profits. It has a combined box office of nine million dollars and that's not including the Rise of Skywalker, which is out right now. I don't know how good it's doing. I mean I think it's doing worse than the other two, but I sh- maybe a billion. I don't know. Well, I
1: could I could tell you, it's uh by memory, it's it's like so far about half half a billion, um or just over half a billion.
0: I don't know if it'll cross a billion.
1: Opening weekend didn't even hit up. Like I said, this is just by memory. i and I don't have the opening weekend numbers, but it, I'm pretty sure it's under a hundred million domestically.
0: We saw it opening weekends. Our theater was, was half pretty, empty. Pretty, yeah. At, at least maybe more
1: yeah 572 million dollars so far worldwide
0: that's still good and i did read a stat somewhere where in all the franchises well not all of them i guess only the first one um new hope empire strikes back return of the jedi they all made less money each one Mm. yeah it's a stat that makes sense
1: also star wars is the kind of movie that like i feel like if you're not into it you're just not into it and you're not going to see it
0: well and the last jedi was so um divisive uh, Um, and I have a lot of thoughts on the new t- trilogy when we get to it. Nine billion dollars, and then you said how much? Five hundred
1: million. Five hundred seventy-two.
0: All right. So I don't know what the highest-grossing franchise. I'm pretty sure it's Marvel, and I don't think they'll beat it. But this is the second highest-grossing franchise. Lucas sold the company to Disney in 2012 for four point five billion dollars. Four point zero five.
1: You mean or like or just star wars the name like the franchise. lucas films lucas
0: films or whatever yeah so uh whatever lucas films owns but right the okay. main entity was, was star, star wars. wars yeah no there's some other things but that's all they cared about True. really um i don't know if he owns raiders of the lost ark i think he might have mm-hmm. indiana jones too and uh he got 4.05 billion dollars which he got half in cash and half in shares of disney stock so Jeez. still making a lot of money and the it's hard to kind of explain the whole franchise in one quick sentence, but to make it as easy as possible, I would say it's set around three trilogies that are uh, revolving and centering around the Skywalker family, Anakin, Luke, and then Kylo. Um, I know it's most, a lot of people would say Rey, mm-hmm. but I the best way to look at it is a Skywalker trilogy.
1: Yeah, I, I could say that. I'd say that's true.
0: Right? Like, otherwise it's just like, anakin luke Mm -hmm. and then what
1: luke is still also important obviously in the third trilogy as well the other people
0: are all really important no I, i just
1: mean in terms of skywalkers
0: so is anakin in the other one
1: too i guess yeah they use him as inspiration or for kylo
0: so lucas decided to take half a million dollar pay cut for directing the first film and in exchange he got full ownership of the merchandising rights
1: oh my god probably another few billion in his pocket
0: i think when he sold it to disney he they gave they got the merchandising rights but in 1987 when there was only three films made Mm -hmm. the original trilogy he made 2.6 billion dollars in merchandising and in 2012 after six films were made he made 20 billion in merchandising
1: that's absolutely crazy
0: so he's a smart dude yeah do we want to give like overall thoughts on the franchise before we get into our unmade movie like what are your thoughts on the franchise? Do you like it? Is it?
1: Yeah, I've always really liked Star Wars, and like just the original few always have all, always held a special place, and I guess in a lot of people's hearts. I've always, I mean, my parents watched them when I was younger, and I've watched them a lot of times. It's been a long time since I've seen the original three, but then there's the other, there's one, two, and three, which are basically I feel like they're just crap. I just, I don't like any of them.
0: I, I rewatched the whole franchise and I, I hadn't seen one, two and three in almost 10 years because I saw it when it came out and like our age group is the age group that would like this movie. Like I know people that likes this movie. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think Bernstein likes this movie.
1: Which one? The first The one? whole
0: trilogy, yeah. the, origi- the prequels. You know, it's cause like we were young enough that when it came out, we could have seen it and been like awed by it. Well,
1: okay. But I, I, I do, I did at first like the first movie. Which I know is terrible. Phantom Menace.
0: I'm gonna say this. I I remember when I saw when I was young. I liked them too because I didn't know any better. Yeah. And then I rewatched them when I was older. I didn't like. I guess it might have, it couldn't have been ten years ago, but I rewatched them and I didn't like them as much. Then I just never watched them again. I watched the Topher Grace edit. Which do you know what that is? No. So Topher Grace edited all three uh, prequel tri- the movies, and he edited it to like an hour and fifty movie or like a two hour movie. Mm-hmm. Just cuts out all the bullshit. And it's really good. It's actually good, eh? Yeah, I think it's on YouTube free. So huh. that's the only version I'd watch.
1: Maybe I'll check it out.
0: But I rewatched it on Disney Plus. And I mean, part one, episode one is actually pretty good. I liked it. It's just there's a lot of racism in it.
1: <laughs> is there?
0: Yeah, if you get past the racism... I can't remember that. You're fine. Well, there's Jar Jar Binks, who the whole character is really racist. There's um the Jewish stereotype guy that's
1: like the shop the the shop owner or whatever
0: i forget his name and then there's there's this weird thing with i forget the bad guys but they're like these weird asian stereotypes kind of or they're talking in this asian accent Mm. and it's not necessarily racist but it makes you when you're watching the movie ask yourself is is this racist and i think that's racist in itself
1: well yeah i just
0: you know what i mean
1: (laughs) yeah i know what you're saying uh, I I do remember though, when I originally saw it, the second one, I don't even know what it's called now. Attack of the Clones.
0: Attack of the Clones is the worst movie of all. I, of them.
1: I just genuinely hated it, even as a kid.
0: Attack of the Clones was almost impossible for me to watch. It it's a, it's just such a CGI mess. The acting's terrible. The story's just like so lame and yeah, boring. Yeah, boring. But then again, Re- Revenge of the Sith, pretty dope.
1: Which one has Darth Maul? The th- first one. Thought Darth Maul was cool, always. Yeah, that's what I mean. All the
0: stuff with Darth Maul's dope. That fight is amazing. Qui Gon Jinn is dope. Which one's he? He's uh, Liam Neeson. Oh yeah, the niece, and um, like the, all that stuff's sweet. And I like little kid Anakin.
1: <laughs> the racer. I like the racing. That's what I liked about it.
0: Oh, the racing part's sweet too. Yeah. The pods. Um, there's a lot of fans that want Anakin to come back because they people talk shit about him, but fans are saying, he's "Oh no." He's
1: such a bad actor. No,
0: he's a good actor. It's just. George Lucas didn't give him a lot to work with. I didn't like him. He was bad at the time in that, for sure. But I think he's got better. Who is he? Uh, Hayden Christensen. Oh, that's his name. I don't know what he'd been and that you would have seen. Yeah, I'll have to look
1: it up. But that does sound familiar.
0: But people want him to come back to the franchise when there's like an Obi-Wan show or whatever as a Force Ghost. And I want Jonathan Taylor Thomas to come back, the little kid. Which little kid? The little Anakin from the first movie.
1: Oh, that's what I was saying. Yeah, you know, him, that's what I was asking about.
0: I think that would be funny if they brought him back. And that's
1: what I was saying It's a bad actor, not the, the other one.
0: He's not a bad actor.
1: I didn't like the the little kid.
0: Oh, come on. As far as kids go, he's pretty good. He's no Elliot. Elliot? From E.T. But no <laughs> one's Elliot. You love him. You love that movie. Well, yeah, he's the best kid actor of all time.
1: I don't know. I don't love Anakin. The Older the Hayden Christensen. Christiansen. That I do know who you're talking about now. I I don't mind him.
0: Well, Revenge of the Sith was good. Um, I rewatched the whole original trilogy, and like, just the world building that George Lucas has is so impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first three, and I think they take it for granted in the new ones a little bit. That was my main issue with it. We brought it up. It... Yeah,
1: there's there's not that much in terms of they're they're on their the actual time they spend on planets is either, I feel like, very minimal, one. Two, like, it's dark and you don't actually get to see much of what the planets are like. Or it's just very bleak and, like, there's nothing really there.
0: Or it's just CG. Like, you could tell it's a... It looks amazing, but you could tell it's not a real scenery there and they're not in a real location. Mm
1: -hmm. The most I can think of, the coolest thing I can think of is in... What's it called? What's the first one of the... What's episode nine called again?
0: Force Awakens?
1: Yeah when when at the beginning when ray is is like uh just scavenging and stuff oh yeah yeah
0: in the broken down and yeah, like starter, a giant ship yeah also the like island that luke's on yeah that's a beautiful like mm-hmm. island and they use it a few times in the next trilogy mm-hmm. so yeah the original trilogy great there's something also like everyone's talked about this i'm not the first person to bring this up but the edits um you know how they went back and re-edited some of the movie added scenes and stuff not scenes they added um CGI creatures and stuff they added stormtroopers in scenes that they weren't in I didn't know that and it just looks so bad be- when you watch it you'll see it. cuz it just looks like beautiful scenery and like no no CGI all like special effects using techniques that are unique and then you see like a CGI like monster walking by <laughs> and if you're going to do that which they have already three four times this might be sacrilegious for me to say just keep doing it. Like Do it every year so these creatures don't look terrible. They don't look like t- 2009 CGI monsters. Or creatures, I should say. That's my take.
1: Well, I'll have to go back and see that. I can't remember that.
0: There's like YouTube. I, I wouldn't have noticed
1: it. it when I was younger.
0: Yo, you'll, you'll notice it now for sure. There's like a, a creature that comes in. and uh, It must have been a while since you've seen it in one of them. I think it's Return of the Jedi. And she's just singing this song. You know, and it's, like, Jabba's there, like, looking, like, cool with his prosthetics and whatever it is that they use to create him, a huge puppet. Yeah. And yeah. this one's just a CGI creature just singing, like, <laughs> I'm at a battle. It's crazy. <laughs> um, and then the new trilogy.
1: I really liked, we'll get into the third one when we, when we get into it. Yeah, well, books. you can say what you
0: want, cool. just no spoilers.
1: I didn't love it. It was, like, it was good, but not that memorable, not that satisfying, and I just didn't like it that much overall. Although there were things that I did like,
0: yeah, yeah throughout the whole, my thought on the Rise of Skywalker is kind of the same with all of them now that I've thought about it. Like Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and this one is, there's moments that are cool. I don't love it. If I'm gonna have to rewatch one trilogy, between the prequels and this one, I'll choose this one. Mm-hmm. If I had to choose between the pre- this one and the originals, I choose the originals all day. Mm-hmm. But because this one just, like I said, it kind of takes things for granted. There's moments I really don't like that they do in this, fran- in this trilogy. And um, there is a lot of cool shit. But the biggest thing is they clearly had no vision, which is clear. They bought Star Wars. Four billion dollars, I'm just going to say. And they had no plan. What's that?
1: Didn't you say that? They made a deal with Lucas for for all the merchandising, right?
0: I believe so. I d I I don't know for sure. Um but I would just imagine they did. Yeah. Right? Like I don't I don't think they're just gonna leave him with all the merchandising. And if they would, then they wouldn't oh, make wait, any merchandise.
1: But you said earlier he he took the he directed something for half a million plus all the merchandising. Oh the first movie. Oh, that was the first one. That wasn't that wasn't uh the new the seven, eight, and nine?
0: Oh no, he has he's kind of has a... There's kind of some shit going on with him and them. Oh, I didn't know that. Disney and Lucas. I I got confused when you said that. Well, it's not really shit. It's not like public, but they bought Star Wars from him, and he still wanted to have a word in it. You know, it's his baby. He still wanted to make sure that it was done right. Yeah. And they didn't take any of his opinions. So Episode Nine came out, and he kind of shit on it a little bit. Oh, yeah. And then The Last Jedi came out, and I think he shit on it more. And then he kind of was just like, oh, I'm not even – gonna see them they didn't invite him to the premiere oh really of rise of skywalker yeah i didn't know any of that which that's crazy i bet he wouldn't want to go either way because he he's over it they killed his baby that's what he thinks i bet
1: i liked the first two honestly the second one less less so but i liked the first one a lot like it's hard to actually to to word it when you're talking about star wars because they're just all out of order i liked episode seven a lot Mm -hmm. and episode eight was pretty good all right i'd say
0: i liked seven when i first saw it in like a year after but the more i've sat on it it's i just don't love these new characters as much they didn't build on them at all they're just they're just them right away Mm -hmm. like we don't see them grow Mm -hmm. even ray we barely see her grow yeah but yeah the new trilogy it's out it's done they're gonna take a little break for now Um, They might even take a break from movies altogether for a while.
1: I'm sure they'll do more with a different, just a different storyline somewhere else. They're not going to maybe, maybe the Skywalkers will be in it or something, but
0: they were planning on it with um, the two guys from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, I think they got fired from it. Good fuck those guys. (laughs) Yeah, fuck (laughs) them. And uh, I think it would be smart for them just to work on TV shows because right now, Mandalorian is killing it i would rather dive more into a story i'd rather get eight hours of like a great show than two and a half hours of something forced and rushed together which was rise of skywalker i don't even remember the name it's such a shitty name
1: rise of skywalker
0: We'll, we'll get into spoilers but try to think about why it's called that when we get to the spoilers all right so let's um Step away from the whole franchise. We could jump in at any point of anything we want and start talking about. Star Wars Return of the Jedi in 1983. So this was the sixth installment, the final at the time. It was directed by Richard Marquand, who only directed a handful of films before he died in 1987. It was written by George Lucas and Lawrence Kasdan. And Lawrence Kasdan has been someone who's in the franchise for a while. He wrote The Empire Strikes Back, The Force Awakens. So he came back solo um the Raiders of the Lost Ark and um it stars Mark Hamill Harrison Ford Carrie Fisher Billy D. Williams Ian McDermott James Earl Jones Anthony Daniels Peter Mayhew and Frank Oz you know you got to give the respect to the guys in the suits Mm -hmm. who's Frank Oz Frank Oz is Yoda oh uh he wasn't in the suit oh well no he I think he plays the puppet Frank Oz is the guy that does um He's the puppeteer. Hmm. Labyrinth, I think he 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 does some of those puppeteer stuff. And the plot of the film is the Emperor has begun construction on a second death start. The Rebel Alliance must launch an attack to prevent its completion. Uh, While this is going on, Luke Skywalker is also attempting to bring his father back to the light side. That's a brief summary. I mean, there's a lot that goes on. We get the cool moments of Han and Carbonite. We get the rescue of Han. Uh, we get Boba Fett dying in the Starlock pit. Jabba the Hutt. I always loved Jabba when I was younger. We get sexy Leia. Remember that? Yeah. Nice. By the way, Luke was pretty ripped too. Was he? Yeah, he was like kind of yoked. And I, was I don't remember him. that because you always think he's a little boy, but he's not. <laughs> he was he was a little jacked. I mean, he was no um, current weathers or anything.
1: <laughs> I love that's where
0: your mind goes. Well, in, in 83, who else is bigger than Carl Weathers? Stallone probably was. Did Stallone beat Apollo? Once. Yeah, he did beat
1: Apollo. Not the
0: first time, though.
1: Real quick, Empire Strikes Back is the one where they have the battle on Hoth, right? With all like the giant ATATs, the snowy place.
0: Yes. Um, This is when they have the battle on the... In the jungle. with Yeah, the, in the jungle with the Ewoks. Ewoks, yeah. Which, yeah, like we said, people don't like Ewoks.
1: Yeah, I, I like them.
0: I love them. I thought they were cute. I thought it wasn't like I don't know, too forced in there. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, they they're cute creatures that live on this planet. Could they have beat off all those stormtroopers with sticks and rocks? <laughs> I, I think they could have, if like the numbers were huge.
1: Yeah, it seems like they were, and they had all these traps, man. These traps were genius.
0: There were still a lot of stormtroopers though. Yeah. Like if the numbers were There's like
1: thousands
0: and then like a hundred stormtroopers, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> this is a fight I'd wanna see. This film had a budget of thirty two to forty two million dollars and a worldwide gross of three hundred and seventy five million dollars. I'm not sure what the rotten tomatoes is. I don't look. I'm sure it's eighties. Don't tell you? Yeah, sure.
1: Turn of the Jedi, eighty two percent.
0: Sets for sort of the Jedi, I mean like rewatching this whole franchise. This one could be my favorite. It's not the most well done, but it's the most fun, I think.
1: For me, it's got to be Empire Strikes Back. Like I was saying, before, mentioning bringing back the the fight on the snowy planet Hoth, that's like the most memorable thing in the entire series for me.
0: Yeah, that's the best fight scene for sure. Like um war scene, mm-hmm. the best fight scene is Darth Maul in Episode One, yeah, which is Darth crazy. Film. But yeah, that that's amazing. That's the most well done film, Empire Strikes Back. I think the most well made. But I just love—I don't know—they're all having fun at the end. Like it's—it's it's a happy think It's a happy moment, a happy movie. And I usually don't like those, but I think they earned it, and they're all just smiling, having a good. Yeah, save the universe. Emperor dies, and you get a lot of the emperor, and I love the emperor. He might be my favorite character after R two D two. Who's your favorite character?
1: Um, it's probably just Luke.
0: Luke, you don't
1: like R two. I mean, R two great, but he's just R two. Luke or Darth Vader?
0: I'm telling you right now, if you rewatch the series, all all of the nine films, you will appreciate R two D two. He's the best character.
1: Okay. There's a line I, I won't even say it actually. In the but new yeah, one. It was yeah. There's a line in the new we'll one. We'll sit on it. Yeah, I'll sit on it.
0: Chewie's a great character too. Those it's are my really two cool. favorites.
1: Yeah, You've always liked Chewie. I remember.
0: It's great. I because they're both like dogs. Chewie and R2, they're both just dogs to their masters. Um, okay, so are we done talking about episode six? Got any more thoughts? Okay, so let's talk about some alternate episode sixes. First, there's three directors that, there might even be a f- four or five directors that were offered the job before Richard Marquod. And one of the biggest ones, probably the biggest director at the time, maybe even still, who was offered the job? A good friend of George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, which would have been pretty awesome.
1: Maybe that, maybe not though. Why? Look what they did to Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah, but th- this is him in his prime. That you know, he just true. did E.T. Elliot. You know, he could have got Elliot back for something. Like, Elliot, like a new or <laughs> something to do with Elliot. The film was actually going to be called Episode Six: Revenge of Elliot. <laughs> It was actually going to be called Episode 6, Revenge of the Jedi. So just a little tweak. Instead like of Return sure, of the Jedi. Revenge, yeah. Which changes everything. Huge. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. It does change things a bit, I guess. Revenge, Return. It's a little makes it a little more dark. So Lucas financed the films but chose not to direct. Um, he directed the first one but not Empire. And instead he wanted to search for the perfect director. And his first choice, like I said, was Spielberg. However, at the time, Spielberg was in this weird feud with the Directors Guild of America. It's weird. There was some credit dispute um, on some film which affected Spielberg's clout and his membership within the organization. I don't even know what it is, really. I, I think they just like were kind of disrespecting him. They weren't giving him the high power that he wanted and probably rightfully deserved. And this resulted in Spielberg being banned from directing the film by the directors guild of america and lucas left the dga um, after being fined a quarter of a million dollars for offering him the job to direct it what so (laughs) the directors guild of america basically was saying spielberg can't direct this for whatever reason because he's not high enough in the organization whatever it is right i don't know how the dga works and then Lucas
1: offered it anyways. Lucas was like,
0: fuck it, he's my friend, I I want him to do it. Maybe he didn't know about the dispute. He offered it to him, and then they said, no, you got to pay now a quarter of a million dollars. That's pretty fucked. Yeah, it didn't end there, though, however, with Spielberg. In 2002, Spielberg revealed that he intended to helm one of the prequels. He wanted to, but Lucas refused, because he wanted to do them all himself. Hmm. Turned out well. yeah. He, Here's what I will say about the prequels. There was a vision. There was a story they had. Mm-hmm. You know, there was point A and C because there's a B in the middle.
1: <laughs> yeah. But they
0: got there. Last Jedi and Force Awakens didn't do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's like JJ had some ideas and then JJ's like, no, I can't come back. I'm busy, whatever it is. So then Kathleen Kennedy's like, okay, then let's get Ryan Johnson to do something. And Ryan Johnson's like, I don't like those ideas. I'm doing my own thing. And then everyone hated that. So then Kathleen Kennedy's like, please, JJ, come back. JJ <laughs> comes back and he's like, yeah, but I don't like what he did. So I'm going to have to redcon that and do back, go back to what I did. You know, it was like a direct sequel. They just cut out the third, the middle one, which was crazy. Yeah, I guess so. What you had to have done was if you're Kathleen Kennedy, and you're running this. You find someone that's going to be there for episode seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. They don't have to direct it. Someone that, that can have... the writing it. Writing yeah. all three. You know? Someone just there to showrun it that knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. A Kevin Feige. Who's that? That's the guy from Marvel. Uh, who's there just like overseeing it all and making sure it's all going the right. The overseer, eh? Yeah, and he's a genius. John Favreau. That's my pick. So she, he was quoted as saying, I've asked Lucas. He won't let me do one. I wanted to do one 15 years ago. And he didn't want me to do it. I understand why. Star Wars is George's baby. It's his cottage industry. And it's his fingerprints. He knows I've got Jurassic Park and Raiders. But George has Star Wars. And I don't think he feels inclined to share it. He shared it with Disney. Spielberg should have offered $4, million, $4 billion for it. Just to make one movie. When Disney acquired Lucasfilms. Spielberg turned down another opportunity to direct Force Awakens. So they went to him first, which would have been great. In an interview with Access Hollywood, he said, it's not my genre, it's my best friend George's genre. Spielberg was uncredited as a second unit director on 2005's Revenge of the Sith. Um, I believe he directed some scenes. I don't know which one it is. I think from what I heard, it could be the... That's the guy's name with all the lightsabers. The robot. Grievous. General Grievous. General Grievous, yeah. Something with him. Um, He helped Lucas design a few of the action sequences during pre-production. Oh, sorry. Namely, Anakin, Skywalker, and Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber duels. That's also a pretty sweet moment.
1: Might have to go go back and watch all all nine of them, honestly. You're going to? Might have to.
0: The first three are great. You'll get super into it. And then I'm telling you, episode one, it's racist. If if you can look past the racist moments, it, it's good. There's really good moments. Like, like a, if you like the pod scene, you'll love it. Because hmm. that takes up a bunch of time, and that's great. And then there's the fight with Darth Maul. Come on.
1: My favorite video game is actually Star Wars Racing, by the way. Oh, that's no, a video game. My favorite Star Wars video game. It's such a good game.
0: Yeah, but you probably haven't played
1: any of the new ones. No, I haven't played the new ones. It's the Nintendo one.
0: Yeah, I remember. I went sweet. That was a good game. One of the biggest directors who's made some of the biggest movies of all time, getting to direct one of the biggest franch- the biggest franchise at the time, uh, still the second biggest franchise, if you want to count Marvel as a franchise.
1: Real quick, if I'm gonna watch all of them, do you think I should do it in the order they were released or the like the order that? It, That's what I did. The movies go, yeah.
0: I always go order they're released, yeah, because um. The filmmakers didn't know these other ones were coming out, right? Yeah. So they make it in their own way where – what the story they know is, mm-hmm. you know? I wouldn't watch the prequels, though. I wouldn't skip them. Really? I'm telling you. Episode 1 and 3 are good. Should I
1: watch them or should I watch the, the to- Toe for Grace one you're saying?
0: If you're going to get on Disney+, Plus, I'd watch them. Yeah. Like, it, it looks great. Well, I can get on there. All right, so let's move past Steven Spielberg directing and move to our second director, David Lynch. You familiar with David Lynch at all?
1: You told me to look at his IMDb, and I did. Um, Was he the one that did Twin Peaks, or was that Cronenberg?
0: No, that's Lynch. So yeah, Twin Peaks, a show I'm... Season one, I just started. Is it good? Finished. I fucking love it. I don't think you'd like it.
1: No. Why? What's it about?
0: It's about a murder that takes place in this small town of Twin Peaks, but it's it's super weird... um, it's kind of like a stage play in my mind. That's what it's like. Everyone's overreacting. Uh, and...
1: Is it like soap opera
0: No, it's not soap opera me. It's just like, it's it's weird. I can't explain it. If you watch the first episode and you like it, you'll love it. But it, it's very weird. That's the only way I can describe it.
1: Where do you watch it?
0: I have Crave.
1: Yeah, I do too. So wow. Right.
0: Big man. <laughs> yeah, it's on Crave. So David Lynch, he's... um a very eccentric filmmaker. He's very like Twin Peaks. He does very weird things. Um, he kind of um, unsettles you with cinema, not in a way that's horror, but in a way that just makes you think like, what the fuck? Like it's trippy. So after the critical success of 1980s, The Elephant Man, which again, another like um, very well done movie, but sad and haunting at the mm-hmm. same time. Lynch was offered the job of directing by George Lucas, but he turned it down. In his book, he wrote, I went to meet with George Lucas, who offered me to direct the third Star Wars film. I've never even really liked science fiction. I like elements of it, but it needs to be combined with other genres. And obviously, Star Wars was totally George's thing. Uh, Which is interesting, because after he turned it down, I think a year or two later, he directed Dune which is a, science, a sci-fi film that was kind of his own idea and baby to do, but it was a huge financial failure. And in another interview that you could find online, a full interview, he's remembering his interview and his um meeting with George Lucas, and he goes into detail with it, and he says that he uh, told George that he had zero to no interest in directing an installment, but he always admired George. He loves that he does what he loves, but the difference between what George does and what he does is that what George does makes hundreds of millions of dollars. So he's like, okay, I got to meet with him either way. George eventually showed him Wookiees for the first time. David Lynch said that once he saw the Wookiees and that when George started explaining it to him, he just got a huge headache and he couldn't deal with it.
1: Sounds like he just finds George annoying is really what I'm hearing.
0: (laughs) I think he just finds the whole world that George built of these aliens and creatures too much yeah maybe the fandom of it all was too much for him to get into um he showed him other creatures he wasn't interested but the two of them got in a convertible and george drove them there to a restaurant and the restaurant was a restaurant that only served salad so that's what george is up to (laughs) i thought that was weird because he's george kind of a big guy just getting a convertible (laughs) driving to a salad salad restaurant.
1: restaurant yeah
0: so what would it have looked like? What would the plot have been? We could tell because George wrote this one that most likely a lot of the writing would have been the same. A lot of the scenes would have been the same. But David Lynch does have this visual style and this direction where he likes to make you feel a little bit unsettled and uneasy and a little bit darker. So this was one of the lighter ones, Return of the Jedi. Mm. Um, so there's not, like I said, there's not any um, any concrete ideas. He turned it down right away. But there's been a lot of fan speculation on what his vision might have been. A lot of it's done in a loving, tongue-in-cheek kind of way where they're referencing Lynch's other projects and styles. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of YouTube clips. One of them has, you haven't seen Twin Peaks, but there's one scene of a little person <clears throat> in like this dream sequence. I haven't finished it, so I don't know exactly what's going on, if I'm wrong, but there's a little person, and he's in a dream sequence with the murdered woman, and the detective is like sitting there sleeping, but he's seeing them he talks in a weird the way, like, baby, it's going like it is. You know, it's like kind of an echo while he talks.
1: Right. Okay.
0: And then he just gets up and he's in this red suit and he just starts dancing to jazz. And it's like a three minute scene of this little person just dancing in this red room. Okay. That, that happens in Twin Peaks.
1: So just like
0: creepy, like odd. Creepy, odd. You don't know what's going on. So someone made a YouTube video where it's Yoda. Dancing in the red room, he's just dancing beside the girl Laura Palmer, doing like the weird voice thing where it's I got, yeah. There was a full fan made trailer on YouTube by the user C Spit. You can watch the whole thing of his vision of it. So a lot of stuff he uses is sound and creepy dissolves. Star Wars loves dissolves.
1: What what does that
0: mean? Dissolves when like the screen goes um. Oh into, yeah. It's like yeah, a circle yeah, yeah. black. Yeah yeah. When rewatching Star Wars, I was like, I can't believe. They do these slides and dissolves all over the place. It's yeah, well, it's 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 the style, I guess. But it's such an old-fashioned thing. I know
1: that's what I'm saying. They're they're trying to keep in keep in line though with how they did it in the originals. I guess. Do they still do it? I I definitely noticed them do it at least once.
0: Wow, I didn't even take it in in the new ones. Um, it's pretty bad in the old ones.
1: So you're talking about the old ones? I thought you were talking about the new one.
0: Well, I don't know if they still do it in the old,
1: new one. Well, I definitely noticed it once in the newest one.
0: But he used a lot of eerie sounds, which is big in. Uh, Star Wars so like there would have been a lot more volume in the creatures a lot more uh, scary things maybe with the Jabba could have been different vocally the Rancor could have been a little scarier and high-pitched and Lynch like our next director who we're going to talk about he's an auteur of cinema right so his style is very much his when you see a Lynch film you can tell it's his uh he brings a lot of motifs and themes to his projects we don't know what it would have been but I just imagine it would have been a lot darker I don't know what could have really changed. I, I know a lot more about our next director, so I could kind of put my pieces into what he would have brought. So let's just say David Lynch would have been cool. I mean, it would have been a lot different, so I would have liked to seen it.
1: From the sounds of what how you're describing it, though, I, like how you're describing Twin Peaks and just his style, I feel like it wouldn't have made for a very uh, good Star Wars movie.
0: No, it would have been a lot slower, I think a lot slower and more character development. Mm. I could see him directing like a Rogue One type movie.
1: That I didn't see that actually, but that's no. that's that is that's a, that's also Star Wars one, right? Yeah. You know, I didn't see that.
0: I know Mandalorian's a show now, but if they did the Boba Fett movie, like he could have been good for Boba Fett, something like that. Like a quiet guy that doesn't talk a lot.
1: Well, yeah, I know. I just feel like the the original ones there were there was like a spirit of fun and, yeah. and happiness to it.
0: I mean, Empire ended badly, but the other two were, for the most part, pretty um, uplifting.
1: Wait, how did Empire end? That's when, oh yeah, you think Luke's like dead or something.
0: No, it's just his hands cut off.
1: And he's like hanging out. Oh yeah, right. And he's they they, they pick him up in the Star Cruiser or something, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: But like Han is in Carbonite. Yeah. Uh, he just found out he's his father. Yeah, yeah. Right. I forgot that's how it ended. So now let's talk about our third director, the one I'm a little bit more familiar with. As far as his style and what he brings. And that is David Cronenberg. So two Davids, one Steven. And again, it would have been Revenge of the Jedi at this point. Which somehow fits better to me with Cronenberg. Like a revenge story than a return. You're familiar with Cronenberg. Yeah, The Fly. Yeah, The Fly. I think we watched a movie together once. Fly? No, like a weirder one, like video, um, video drum. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I like that movie, though. Yeah. He's, I love him. I think he's probably the best thing to come out of Toronto since the uh, Maple Leafs.
1: <laughs> I didn't know he was from Toronto. That's not true. I shouldn't say that.
0: He's probably the most talented. He's definitely the most, yeah, he's probably the most talented. Uh, I don't know about talented. He's the most financially and critically successful Torontonian director. And spoiler, guys, we're from Toronto. (laughs) We got some love for him. So the meeting between Lucas and Cronenberg, how that happened. Cronenberg directed Scanners, and um, he had heard that Lynch had turned it down. So George Lucas came to David Cronenberg, and in an interview, he said, I got a phone call once asking if I was interested in directing one of the Star Wars sequels. And instead of saying, oh my God, yes, I said, well, you know, I don't really do other people's material. I don't know how far it would have gone, but it ended there. So two big directors that... Just
1: straight up shut him down.
0: It wasn't that big yet, but I mean, there were so many directors that turned down Force Awakens. So I get it.
1: Which one's Force Awakens again? Sorry.
0: JJ's one.
1: Okay, yeah. Sorry, there's just so many that I can...
0: I think you're in a lose-lose situation with Star Wars, and you kind of know it, and I think that's why they turned it down. He said, at that point, it was called Revenge of the Jedi actually until someone pointed out that it wasn't against Jedi philosophy to think in terms of revenge. You know, he gives these Jedis all these values and morals and then he makes the title revenge, which is a value. And yeah, it's a good point. He made a little mistake. He didn't go with it. Give him a break. (laughs) It was a working title. Again, he goes on to say, I was asked if I would be interested in considering that and meeting with everybody. And I said, with the arrogance of youth, well, I'm not used to doing other people's material. And there was like a, a stunned silence. and then click, hang up. Basically, that was as close as it came. Later in life, Cronenberg says that he spends very little time thinking about his vision, if any. In a way, it's like doing one episode in a well-established TV series. The casting is made on the main characters. The look of it, the tone of it, people's expectations for it are all fixed. You are not involved in creating any of that and therefore you're a little bit more like a traffic cop than you are a creative director. So that's why it would have been interesting. It wouldn't have been interesting for me really. I mean, you have Alfonso Cuarón doing a Harry Potter film and he did his best to try and he did his best to try to make it stand out from the others, but basically it's a Harry Potter episode. And if you didn't know that Alfonso directed it, you wouldn't be able to tell. So these are not attractive options for me. I mean, there's the lure of money and having a big budget and it having excitement around the film you're making. But on the deep creative level, it would not be interesting. It would be frustrating. So in that quote, I love what it, like parts of what he says, because I agree with it. It's like, this isn't his baby. If he comes to it, it's only going to be shit, nothing gained, because anything that's gained is going to go to George Lucas, right? Like, you're not talking about the director now of it, uh, Michael Burbank, or I, I, I don't even know his name. Uh, But what he says about Alfonso... I
1: don't understand what he's talking about there.
0: It's so wrong, because this must have... This came out, this interview, probably right after Prisoner of Azkaban came out. Mm -hmm. So the first two ones were directed by Chris Columbus. And then Alfonso Curion came on to three and on. And there is such a distinctive difference between the first two and three and on. Mm -hmm. He's just wrong about that.
1: After the first two is when the original
0: Dumbledore was gone too, right? Yeah. So he he died and then Alfonso came on to direct. And I mean, it got way darker at that mm-hmm, point. For sure. Literally, it got darker, everything. There was no sun in the franchise anymore. <laughs> That's true. And it, it was way better at that point. Chamber of Secrets is still my favorite.
1: Chamber of Secrets is definitely my favorite, yeah.
0: So let's talk about what Cronenberg's vision would have been because um, he's very distinctive. He's another auteur. Let's talk about some of his things he brings to all his films and see what could have changed in the film. One of his key elements that he always includes is body horror. He's kind of the king of body horror, which is perfect for Star Wars, in my opinion. Because at this point, it wasn't like a PG Disney thing. They could have still gone for grotesque stuff. They weren't, but they could have. Besides just body horror, his films commonly explore body transformation, infection, and the intertwining of man and technology.
1: I could see that being a thing for sure.
0: You could see it immediately with multiple people that are half robotic, half human, mm-hmm. that we've never really dived on. You could see like something cool going on with Luke's hand, where maybe it like turns on him, maybe it like starts to spread or something like mm-hmm. weird. Another moment I thought would be really cool with the fusion of man and technology would be the reveal of Anakin Skywalker. Because you know how when we first see him, it's kind of like you you see his face a bit, Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. You see his face and his cables inside of it, like connecting him to everything. Another cool thing with technology could have been Han and Carbonite. You know, we could have actually seen the process of him coming back like slowly. And Mm -hmm. it's horrible for him. We could have seen his mind inside the Carbonite. Where it's like, this guy's trapped here. Let's go inside what he's thinking. Yeah. Obviously, there's creatures that... If you look at the fly or any of these other body horror movies, like the fly is the, one of the best creatures of all time. So I just imagined like Job of the Hutt, obviously he was in it before, but if you just make his like sacks and skin like pulsating, mm-hmm. you know, th- that that could have just added a whole new layer to oh, it yeah. where it's gross. And I can see him doing it like popping. Yeah. We're shooting some pus everywhere. Any other creatures like with body horror that you could think of that could be good.
1: I don't know. I mean, a lot of the aliens in general, I think you could probably get something creative with.
0: He would have made one of the most memorable aliens, for sure. Another element, like, um, motif or whatever he brings to films is gore and violence.
1: I don't think gore, though, would fit with Star Wars.
0: Yeah, that's the issue. I don't know if gore would get in there. But the war on Endor, like, there's a whole war that's not very violent. Mm -hmm. You know, they're fighting with sticks and rocks. Yeah. I think if he directed it, he probably wouldn't have wanted to use Ewoks. Or if he did, he would have just made them, like, vicious. Yeah. Uh, like tiny Ewoks.
1: T- like tiny Ewok,
0: Wookies, Tiny Wookiees.
1: Yeah, that's, I figured. I, when you said yeah, I was like, wait, what? Even smaller Ewoks?
0: I think the death of Palpatine, Jabba, and Bo- uh, Boba. You don't really see much. Like, when Jabba dies, it's just like, oh.
1: Yeah, and then he just closes his eyes.
0: Yeah, what? how could it have been if, like, chains went, like, through his neck. Just chopped him off. <laughs> And then, like, he still lives. It's just a little head creature now that slithers around. Slides. And he has to rebuild. <laughs> like a slug. Well, what do you chop it? Like a lizard? Starfish. You could cut a starfish in half?
1: Yeah. Well, you can starfish. cut off one of its things and it'll grow back.
0: Does it all grow back? I think so. Say you cut it right in the middle. Will both halves grow full?
1: Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Good question. I think it would probably die if you did that. But I don't know.
0: The rain gork fight could have been, like, a little more brutal and violent what's that that's the fight where he's in Jabba's palace the giant like troll thing yeah and they just yeah. drop a fence on him mm-hmm. another element he brings to film is sex he loves having sex in movies and um i don't know it could have been cool to see like our first full penetration scene between
1: <laughs> han and han and leia
0: yeah or a threesome <laughs> get luke in there too throw luke in uh no no they're they're related they're, that's not cool, but well, we kind of don't even need him for this because Slave Leia already sexy.
1: What more can you ask for?
0: Well, how much more sex can you add to Star Wars? Like for real, Slave Leia is probably the so most. That's as
1: far as you can go.
0: Unless you're gonna show me full P. <laughs> Maybe you could have had some cameos of uh his other films creatures uh shivers Rabbits, scanners video maybe even an early Brundle fly. The Fly came out a few years after, but still, maybe he had it in his mind. He's like, I'll put that fly in there. <laughs> and another thing was that Harrison Ford was only contractually obligated, or he was only contracted through the first two films. And he actually, a lot of people noticed, he wanted Han Solo to be killed in the third film really badly. Oh, really? Yeah, he did not want to continue with this franchise. He wanted it to be out. Why? Because he, he was too big for it. I get it. He could see how big it was. He had all these, like... Fanboys coming up to him all the time. He didn't like it. I don't think. So he's like, "Yeah, please kill me." And then they didn't kill him. Then they brought him back in seven. And in seven, I knew for sure he's like, "Please, just get me."
1: Really you think he still didn't like it at that point? Oh yeah, yeah,
0: I think he was done. I don't think he hates it. I think he might like the character. I mean, he was never mind. But I think he just it doesn't care enough. So he has to be killed in the third film. And producer Howard uh, Kazanjian convinced Ford to come back and not be killed. However. David Cronenberg, he has a way of making his films dark and bleak. Like, they end even bleak. They don't end in a good way. So I think he would have killed Han Solo. Hmm. I think he would have said, no, no, no. If I'm doing it, he's dying. And I think both, like, director and star would have been into it. So I think Han Solo would have died in that movie.
1: Well, good thing he didn't direct it then.
0: I think who cares? Kill him. (laughs) I wish they killed him, because then you know who would have been in Episode 7? Luke Skywalker, which is what I wanted to see. Yeah, I didn't even need to see Han Solo in Episode Seven. Rewatching it, I was kind of like, eh.
1: he's not really in it that much either. No, he's in it a
0: lot. Out of like those three.
1: Oh yeah, no, between the three, but he's not. He's is. I I'll have to rewatch it also, but
0: he's in a good amount. Yeah. Oh. What do you like? You like the idea of Cronenberg or Lynch?
1: I can only remember his death scene. Honestly, it's so hard to say that just because I, just from what I remember, is is good.
0: Yeah. Well, and it wouldn't have changed much.
1: The vibe of the movie would change.
0: So I think Cronenberg's would have got a little bit more horror, a little uh, darker. And I think Lynch's just would have been slower and weirder. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of into both.
1: I don't know. I like I like the vibe that they have going for the first three, just being like kind of a happy series in general, overall.
0: Cronenberg would have been my choice, though. Maybe for Empire. Like, he could have been a better choice for Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Alright, well let's step away from that and talk about the year of film in 1983. Uh, that's the year Star Wars came out. So the number one film of that year. Star Wars. Star Wars Return of the Jedi. What, what if it lost? <laughs> with uh, 375 million. Number two, Terms of Endearment with 108. Number three, Flashdance 93. Number four, Trading Places 90 million, and number five, Jaws three D with eighty eight million. And number 6 through 10, War Games, Octopussy, Sudden Death, Scarface, and Staying Alive.
1: I've not seen any of them. I need to see Scarface. Uh,
0: I saw Scarface pretty recently, though. Not like a year or two ago for the first time. It's not my favorite. There's there's better uh, Gangster. I I remember
1: movie. you saying that, yeah.
0: Um, it's good. I, I bet it was great at the time. Uh, there was no Goodfellas. Love Goodfellas. Yeah, that's the best um, Gangster movie. Other notable films, Mr. Mom, Vacation, Risky Business, A Christmas Story, Yentl, Twilight Zone, The Outsiders, and Superman 3.
1: Christmas there you go. Story. There you go. What a classic. I knew you would have
0: seen that one. Yeah, it's probably the only good Christmas movie. Besides yeah, I, big,
1: oh, No, I like Elf. Besides Elf. There's a few good ones out there. Some people consider Die Hard a Christmas movie.
0: Yeah, if you consider it a Christmas movie, but...
1: I haven't seen it, so...
0: I, could, I would, like, I'm not going to argue if you do, but I'm not going to say, like, it's about the meaning of Christmas.
1: But about Eight Crazy Nights, that's a good movie. Now, any
0: movie about the meaning of a holiday is automatically bad.
1: You don't like Eight Crazy Nights?
0: Nah. It's pretty good. It's alright. I haven't seen it in a while, either. Okay, Terms of Endearment wins Best Picture. James L. Brooks wins for Best Director for Terms of Endearment. Robert Duvall in Tender Mercies and Shirley MacLaine for te- Terms of Endearment win Best Actors. And some births of the year. You might know some of these names. Emily Blunt, Henry Cavill, Chris Hemsworth, Mila Kunis, Andrew Garfield, Jonah Hill, and all from the Star Wars franchise, Lupita Nyong'o, Dominique Gleeson, and Felicity Jones. Who are they? In the Star Wars franchise? Mm-hmm. Domino Gleeson is um, Kylo Ren's second bad guy you know the redheaded guy
1: yes
0: yeah uh lapido nyong'o is maz Kanata. she just has the voice don't of understand. like the alien like the yoda-like creature in the new ones. Oh yeah, yeah yeah um and felicity jones was in rogue one she was the lead hmm. so though three alumni same year some deaths of the year tennessee williams carolyn jones karen carpenter gloria swanson Ralph Richardson, and from a movie we discussed, Doctor Strangelove, Slim Pickens. I don't remember which one he would be, he was. He was the cowboy. Uh. Some film debuts. There was a lot, so um, I'm not even gonna say the the movie because there's just too many. Roman Atkinson, Matthew Broderick, Matty B, Jim Carrey, John Cusack, Nicole Kidman, Ray Liotta, Rob Lowe. Matthew Modine, Megan Mullaney, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Keither Sutherland.
1: Isn't it Kiefer?
0: What did I say? Kiefer? Kiefer. Kiefer.
1: A lot of big names in there.
0: Yeah, there was a few other ones I I left out because I feel like a dick now, but there was a whole lot. And the biggest events of the year. President Ronald Reagan announces his strategic defense initiative which was an advanced system that had not yet been created uh, to intercept and prevent nuclear attacks, which he named the Star Wars Initiative. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Mm. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Mario Brothers is first released in Japan. Richard Noble breaks the land speed record at 633 miles per hour. The first mobile phones are introduced to the public by the Motorola company. Motorola?
1: Hello, Moto.
0: The Hitler diaries are published by news outlets before being revealed to be forged. MASH airs its final episodes to a record 125 million viewers, and Microsoft Word is released. Get typing. Um, do you think Star Wars would have been number one if it came out this year?
1: That Star Wars, if if Empire, if uh, Return of the Jedi. Do you
0: think Star Wars would have been the number one film of the year? That's my question. That's always my question. Star Wars, yeah. Revenge of the Jedi. Would have been this
1: year's number one movie. Probably not. <laughs> I'm not
0: talking about in 2019. I don't get the question. I'm not getting the question. Reask it. No, nah, no. Nah, it's all coming. <laughs> I don't get it. All right. So that was the year of 1983. Usually this is the part where we might wrap it up. But instead, we're going to take a little bit of time and do some spoiler discussion of... What is it called? The Rise of Skywalker? Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to turn it off if you haven't seen the movie, here's your warning. So what did you want to say? You want What were we saying? We were saying something about...
1: But Han. Han, he's in it.
0: Yeah, that was kind of weird to me because I thought he was so done with it. But the more I thought about it, I think since Carrie died and she loved it, he kind of did it for her memory. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come and I'll do a scene. She died during
1: filming of the second one, right?
0: She died right as filming ended. Right at the end.
1: Yeah, that would make sense, I guess. Yeah, there was just a lot of stuff in this movie that I felt was just so, like... <laughs> late. Okay, well, lately I feel like what... this about movies in general, but uh, there's just a lot of stuff that was just so cliche, Hollywood crap.
0: I don't think it's Hollywood. I think it's Disney. I think Disney's is starting to blend all their franchises into the same style. Yeah. Which is making it all seem very bland. Oh, did I already say that they had no vision? Yeah. That's my main issue. There was no vision. There was no planning at all. They redconned stuff from The Last Jedi. I can't remember on spot right now because, yeah, this movie is very forgettable.
1: I forgot a lot of stuff. Yeah.
0: Like, we could try to walk through it. I remember the first opening scene was with Palpatine, and I loved it
1: yeah so kylo was like the best character in this movie i thought
0: yeah and this is the only time he's been good too
1: yeah i i didn't like him as much in the first two but i thought he was really good
0: in this one he had moments in force awakens where it was like funny and badass yeah. you know like when he was just like hitting shit i like that
1: yeah but no, this movie he was actually really good
0: i don't think they had enough time to turn him back because they didn't do any building on that in last jedi
1: yeah, that's. I wish they did, like, because the, they that was such a big thing in Force yeah. Awakens.
0: Like, I, I like that he turned, but part of me wishes that he would have turned and Ray would have turned too.
1: They would have switched yeah. places.
0: Yeah, but of course they don't have the balls to do it. That
1: would be pretty sweet if she embraced. Spoiler: She's a Palpatine. The last line of the movie
0: would have been unfucking believable if they said, "What's your last name." And she said,
1: if she said Palpatine, that would have been so good.
0: And then she turned on her lightsaber and it was red.
1: Or if she like had some lightning going on in her hands or something like that.
0: How fucking crazy would the audience have gone if they set her up to be a bad guy for like 15 years from now? <laughs> yeah,
1: that would be fucking sick. I would have been really fired up. I thought it would have saved the whole movie.
0: Oh yeah. I would have gone up and started clapping. I swear to God, I would have stood up in my seat. Fuck yes. <laughs> Instead, we just walked out kind of quietly.
1: Yeah. If she embraced being a Palpatine, that would have been awesome. And then, I, I feel you, if, I, if um, Kylo didn't die and he's... He could die, I don't yeah. care. As long as, it just that switching places, that's actually, that would be cool. Mm.
0: I think, like I was going to say, I think... Ben? Adam Driver. I think Adam Driver had the same thought as Harrison Ford, where he said, I'm way too big for this. Is he? I think he's bigger than the other actors. What else is he in? He does he does a lot of indie stuff and like he's a Oscar nominated actor. For what? I think he was nominated for Black Klansman. Um uh, maybe something else too. Um uh, but yeah, he's a talented guy. He's like he's been working for a while. He's people have known him for a while. Ray and uh John Boyega, Daisy Ridley, like people only knew them from Force Awakens and Yeah. Um moments I liked. I liked when Chewbacca cried. I loved it when he broke down from Leia dying, I wish he did it with Han, other parts I liked I liked Palpatine. they didn't explain him, which made me mad, but i what do you mean by that? They didn't that explain him... why he's back, yeah, yeah, I wish I knew how he was alive. He is one of my favorite characters, so I was into it.
1: There were a lot of like little special effects too that with Palpatine that didn't make sense. I mentioned this to you, that there's, like, an audience of people watching him all at, at like towards the end, and uh, you don't really understand who they are or what they
0: are. Or, like Someone was telling me that they're the Sith, but I was like, I didn't know the Sith were people. I thought it was, well, I knew the Sith were people, but I didn't know, like, they were, he was saying the Sith are a race of people. And I was like, oh, I thought they were just, like, a faction of, uh, you know, like, there's the rebels and there's the Sith. Right. That they just joined this war and just called themselves the Sith.
1: I guess they're, well, on that same token, I guess they're like Jedi, except obviously. Are the Jedi a race? Oh, I guess they call yeah, them they, the yeah. Jedi race. Yeah.
0: Okay. My, one of my biggest issues with the new trilogy is Lightspeed. In the original one, they make such a big deal about the Lightspeed, how they can only use it sometimes. They can't use it all the time. And then in this new trilogy, I brought it up with you. Yeah, we talked about that. They fucking throw it around willy nilly. They do whatever they want with it, jumping back and forth, back and forth.
1: Yeah, Poe and the new one, like at, towards the beginning of the movie, is just like yeah, six or seven times in a row, in and out, in and out, in and out. And they're in the Millennium Falcon. Like, did they? Did they ever say that they made like major upgrades like that? I can't remember if
0: they did. But sometimes they like rewatching it. I noticed one line, like they throw in these like one lines. So fanboys, if they do freak out, they can be like, no, no, we explained it. We said it. But it they don't they don't they actually explain it ever. They explain in the prequels, one of the biggest elements of the prequels, I think we talked about it again too, was one of the major reasons Anakin turns to Darth Vader and turned bad was because his pregnant love of his life, he sees her die mm-hmm. and he wants to bring her back from the dead. And only one person in the history of the fucking franchise, the universe that we know has been able to do it. And he's the darkest dark side of all. And you have to learn that power to be able to do it. Yet, Rey and Kylo can both do it. Um, which pissed me off a bit.
1: Did she bring them back to life? I'm trying to remember. Or did she just like save them from dying?
0: Who was it again?
1: Well, she did it for um, Kylo at one point. She stabbed him with a lightsaber.
0: Right. That's I'm more okay with.
1: I don't remember the other time. Oh, it was with some, like, snake she used it on or something like that. I remember they were, in, like, in a cave underground trying to find their way out, and there was, like, some giant snake-like creature that was injured, and she
0: needed, she yeah, yeah, healed yeah. it. I'm not sure, because now in the Mandalorian, like, they're doing stuff like that, too. Well, I just think, uh, whatever. Kylo did it. Whatever. that Seriously, whatever. I don't care. Whatever they want to do. I'm kind of over it. Like, I would be happy if they didn't do any more Star Wars movies for a bit and just did the shows.
1: you okay with that? You
0: haven't even seen it, bro. The show?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm going to watch it. It's so good. I mean, it just seems like the, the memory of Star Wars is... is uh, Dying a bit. With these new movies, yeah. They're...
0: I think they killed it. Like, for real. I think George was, was right that Disney killed Star Wars.
1: I mean, as much as I've, like, like I said, I enjoyed the first one and whatever.
0: Here's my honest thought. My thought is this franchise, I'm going to take it for what it is now. And I'm going to take it for the parts I like, and, and there's parts I won't like. But I'm not going to be so critical anymore. Yeah. I, I know I was just critical, but I, I can't be critical anymore.
1: For the new, I mean, for the third, for this most recent one, for the, what is it? I can't remember. The Last Skywalker or whatever?
0: Rise of Skywalker. Rise
1: of Skywalker. Especially this one, but the new, the newest trilogy in general, I think a lot of it is good because it looks really good. Yes,
0: but also, I I don't want to be so cynical, but the effects aren't anything different. Like, no, the Marvel it's, movies it's,
1: have them. It's just consistently really good looking.
0: Well, it's, the effects in the original are better because they're so unique. They're doing something different and being creative with it. Where in this one, they just have all the money to get the best CGI they can. And they do. Like, a lot of it looks seamless. But some of the creatures still, you notice, you're like, okay, that's a CGI thing.
1: One thing, like, in the original trilogy, you saw Luke training a lot. Yeah. Rey just suddenly was just, like, a master of the Force after... The only thing you see her doing is, like, floating with some rocks around her.
0: Yeah, that's why I don't like her. They, they didn't follow the rules. Yeah. And I, maybe it's not her. Well, it is her, but it's not her fault. It's it's just the rush job they did. They wanted to capitalize on the property they bought. They didn't think about it. They didn't put a story together, and they just gave people chances, and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no vision. That's it. And it, 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 it sucks. Because it could have been so easy to, to just create a story from, like from episode 7, 8, and 9. And then you could have brought other people in. But when you have like three people, two people, three people including Kathleen Kennedy, all having different images, visions.
1: Yeah, that's pretty weird that they had all these, just the director swap back and forth and they allowed for them to kind of just ignore or basically backtrack on the other person's writing. Does yeah. that make sense?
0: That's the craziest thing that they would just let them. That after it already happened, they didn't say, no, Ryan, you can't do that because he's building this story. Or after Ryan Johnson did that, they didn't say, JJ, listen, I get it. You were trying to build something, but we can't do it now. Mm -hmm. Um, I am happy they retconned Ray's parents. I was hoping they would. That they what? Because in Last Jedi, they said, you you don't have parents. They're nobodies. Mm -hmm. And then in the new one, they're like, oh, no, you're Palpatine.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm glad they did that. Yeah, I like that.
1: If they didn't reveal that who her parents were, I think that would have been really kind of just, uh, like a what's the word I'm looking for? Cop out. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah. They had to. Um, there was only so many options. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was Billy D. Williams. I didn't think it was Lando. Could have been Lando. She looks like him. Yeah, I guess she does look a little bit like him. They almost fucked in this one.
1: <laughs> her and seriously though, her and Kylo should have should have done something. Finn obviously loves her. They that love that pisses me off, too. They, 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 he never actually says it to her, and then she just, like, makes it with Kylo. They
0: didn't make out. Come on.
1: Well, they kissed. They, they kind of made out. Then they never bring it up again after that, too.
0: Well, he died.
1: Well, no, not them kissing. I mean, Finn's... Finn loving her.
0: Yeah. Um... Again, I don't think they had a vision. Because I thought it would have been best for Ray and Kylo to get together, but they didn't build on it at all. Yeah, And then uh, they just kissed. And, like, they were kind of building on Finn and her, so you thought, maybe. And then, and then they didn't in the last...
1: They started making you think that also in... With Poe and Ray. Oh, I didn't even catch that.
0: Oh, I've noticed that since, like...
1: No, I was thinking between Finn and this other this other girl that showed up towards the end of the movie... Oh, yeah. They started making it seem like him and her were like a a duo towards the end. She was like, oh, I'm sticking with you. And it seemed like maybe there was going to be something there
0: too. And in the last movie, it was her and him and that... Um,
1: the Asian girl. Yeah, the girl I can't like remember, Rose girl. or something.
0: They, there's uh,
1: no planning. There's a lot of good fight scenes. Yeah, the fight scenes are good, for sure. And the effects are good.
0: But again, they're not that memorable. Like, I don't remember yeah in detail like, what they were. I remember one cool moment where they use, like, the Force, this, like, Skype thing that they've been working on. Where yeah, they, yeah, they... yeah. That was
1: cool. I liked that. when. The... Yeah, yeah. That is cool. And also when they're, like, fighting over the ship in the air. I, I liked that.
0: I didn't like that. I thought really? that was the, one of the stupidest things when she's using Force to pull no, air it down. Was,
1: no, that was stupid. But when when she pulls her Palpatine powers out, I like
0: that. Oh, and she accidentally blows, blows the whole thing up. Yeah, yeah, I did like that, too. Because she... that's when I was like, okay. They're going to turn her.
1: Yeah, she never uses it again after that, though, which I hated. I wish they used it. They they, they led me to believe that there's going to be something dope. She's Even if she used it for good, yeah. I wish she would just use her Palpatine powers. I,
0: I've always thought about that, too. Why don't people use the Lightning for a pa- yeah. for a good? Um, I didn't know it was, like, a holy Sith thing. Yeah. And if it is, then should she not be a Sith? But um, overall, no full P. It's pretty bleak for the next 15... Like, in the next 15 years, like... What characters are going to come back that I like? Chewbacca, hopefully. R2 and C-3PO. But I'm over C-3PO too. He's annoying me, but...
1: Yeah, he's kind of annoying. But R2, man. R2 is classic. I also like the other the other droid, the rolling one.
0: Okay, not the new one. The new one was shit.
1: The new rolling one? B B A 8 was dope. The, the orange and white one.
0: Yeah, BB-8 was... Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the one that was in the new movie.
1: The, yeah, yeah. That Fuck him. Terrible. The one with the little just a wheel.
0: Did nothing like was just there. Cuz
1: usually they No, but he was important actually. He his previous owner was important for I forget why though. But it was for some reason.
0: Well, I'm basically done. I've no more thoughts. My head's empty. Overall, I'd say this. I'd say you could have fun with this movie and um I'm going to try to stop being a cynical and I'm going to try to just, my thing is I don't want to ruin experiences for other people. So I am glad that anyone that's listening to this has seen it by now. They have their own opinion, but I'm just at a point where if I don't like something that much, I'm just going to let people have their own opinion and I'm not going to try to tarnish it. And by just saying I hated it. I didn't hate it. No, I didn't hate it either. But just saying like that. Yeah. I didn't do
1: Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Oh yeah, shit.
1: I'll just do that right now, I guess.
0: So this is the point where we will um, look at the franchise that we talked about. In this case, it's Star Wars, if you weren't paying attention. And we will... Well, I'll guess. I'm going to guess what the highest Rotten Tomatoes score is and the lowest, and the highest box office and the lowest.
1: What do you think the highest is for uh,
0: Tomatoes? Alright. For Tomatoes, that's pretty tough. Well, I guess it's a little easier than ro- than a budget. Probably Empire?
1: Empire is the highest, and honestly, you might be surprised with the budget. Anyways.
0: The lowest, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, Are you counting animated? No,
1: just the, just the movies. Well, if you were
0: counting animated, I'd be pretty sure it's the Clone Wars, but then yeah. it's got to be Attack of the Clones.
1: No, it's actually uh, <laughs> Phantom Menace is 53%. Tactical Clones got 65%. That's one of the ones I found most surprising. There are a few actually really surprising ones in here. Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith got an 80 which I was very surprised well, about. No, that, that
0: makes sense to me. Really? It's a good movie. Re- episode 3 is the best of the trilogy.
1: I was also really surprised to see that Episode 8 got us 91%. Episode
0: 8, so that's...
1: Uh, the last one. Not... not uh, yeah, The Last Jedi.
0: The last movie, The Last Jedi. Yeah.
1: I mean, like I said, I didn't... Hate it by any means, but I didn't think it was 91%, which is almost on par with A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back at 93 and
0: 94%. I do remember critics did like it, it's just the audience hated it. Critics liked it because they thought it was taking a chance doing something different, which it did.
1: And Episode 9, almost as low as Phantom Menace at 55% right now. Rise of Skywalker.
0: It's at 55%?
1: Yep. Box Office. Which one do you think made the most?
0: Um, probably The Force Awakens.
1: Yeah, Force Awakens worldwide.
0: Two. Oh, I I think I remember that. Two point one seven billion.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know if it was point one seven, but I do. It was two billion, is what I, remember. I. I do remember
0: it crossed two billion.
1: And then Last Jedi with one point three billion. But what do you think the second, the next one is? Revenge of the Sith. No. Well, that's the last one. It's actually or Phantom Menace.
0: Rogue One. Oh, it's the Phantom Menace is the next one?
1: Yeah, with 924 million, which I was surprised about. But then I guess it makes sense because everyone loved the first three. Oh, so okay. they assumed that this next one would be good too. Right,
0: I should have guessed that one. I was pretty sure the Revenge of the Sith made more than the other two. But I guess it made more than the Attack of the Clones.
1: But it's so weird. New Hope, 500 million. Everybody did great. Everyone loved it. And then Empire made less. Even though... And then that one was... Everyone thought that one was the best one. And then Return of the Jedi made even less than that with $375 million.
0: I actually think when Empire came out, like critics weren't loving it. Just the fans were. Mm. But it makes sense. For the first one in the franchise, everyone went to see it. Then the people that didn't like it, they wouldn't go back. Yeah. Right? So only the fans are coming back.
1: I guess that's true.
0: And it's a different culture where people are going back. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like people were going every week then, probably more.
1: Yeah, people don't go to movies as much now.
0: Well, like, the fans, do. Oh, yeah. Like, diehard Star Wars fans have seen the new one. Yeah. Two, three times. But, um, that's Star Wars, guys.
1: There you go. There you have it.
0: Ho, 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 and a holy happy new year. You got anything else you want to add? Or... Nothing to add. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed Star Wars. I hope you had a...
1: Happy holidays.
0: Skywalker time. <laughs> Um, and let me leave you with one of my favorite quotes from Star Wars. Do, there is no try. Is that what he says? (laughs) Probably like, do you must. No, it's something like, uh, I don't remember. Something Yoda says. Page turners, are they?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Turn a little bit into Scooby-Doo at the end. All right, see you guys. Bye-bye.